0: You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Why do you believe we need to measure things like soft skills and communications among school students?
1: Well, here at Mitchell, we found that at each critical milestone, there's around a quarter of a quarter of kids who are missing out. So we think we need a really, a much more expansive understanding of education, its, its aims and its outcomes, and a broader set of data to make sure we're better prepared to support those kids. International evidence is really showing that the capabilities, or the, the soft skills, non-cognitive skills, are as good or better at predicting kids' longer-term outcomes as the more traditional standard academic tests.
0: You mentioned at first that at every milestone a quarter of kids are missing out. Can you um, clarify what that means?
1: Sure. So um, you see in the Australian early development census that there's around 22% of kids who are arriving at school developmentally vulnerable. And similarly at a year 9 NAPLAN, at um, the point that kids are leaving school, um, year 12 attainment, and then when... Um, Kind of measure when kids are um, in educational training at at around age 24, there there is at least 25% of kids at each of those critical milestones who aren't meeting kind of minimum benchmarks, who aren't graduating school, who aren't in um, kind of meaningfully engaged in in education and training.
0: How would you go about measuring the soft skills? They're not really something I feel you can measure.
1: Yeah, there's and there's a really big international debate raging around the best way to measure those things. And and where the the discussion is at the moment is, is that at a big system level, at kind of nationally comparable kind of data points, we don't yet have enough really good measures to to enable us to measure it rigorously and to, to kind of make meaningful comparisons against schools. So one of the things they're finding is that in the higher performing academic schools, um, kids tend to rate things like their their hard work, their, their perseverance, their confidence um, lower than some of the kids at the um, schools that aren't performing as well. And it's because they have a different set of expectations about what hard work looks like and um and and how well they're doing. So we we haven't yet developed a really good measure for comparing between schools, but at the same time, there's a whole heap of work happening internationally to figure out how to measure um, some of those things that really matter in in the classroom. So here at the Mitchell Institute, we're working with one of our international advisors, um, Professor Bill Lucas, who's one of the world's leading experts in this space. Um, and the Victorian Curriculum and Assessment Authority to really figure out how best to both teach these skills in the classroom um, and how to assess really, really critical things like um, creativity and, and critical thinking.
0: Is there a danger that if we start measuring things like creativity, soft skills, that, that actually just trying to measure it, measure the, these skills could overtake the actual teaching of it?
1: where the concern is sitting internationally is that if we if we make some of these measures really high stakes assessments um, in in the way that we have with some of the um, kind of academic testing then um, we might drive some perverse incentives um, and that the the focus like you say on um, on kind of teaching them will, will get lost in a kind of um, competitive spirit, rather than on the really crucial work of, of figuring out how best to support kids to develop these skills.
0: I know it's a little bit off topic, but what is um, Mitchell's position on high on the high stakes testing that goes on in schools?
1: Look, we think that um, things like NAPLAN are really important measures, but they're really not the only things that matter. Um, so, we really support the development of a um, extensive approach to to education um, that's that make sure that kids are learning the kinds of capabilities that they need to thrive in the workforce, the kinds of skills that employers are increasingly calling for and the, making sure that the education system enables kids to attain the broader set of skills and dispositions that enable them to translate knowledge into meaningful kind of analysis and action.
0: If we did start collecting data on the soft skills on about kids in schools, how would Mitchell like to see the data be used?
1: Um, I think I think what we're calling for in our report is that we k- keep a really close eye on international developments. There's a whole lot of work happening um, in the UK and Europe and the United States to really refine um, and, and develop some really high quality measures. Um, there's exciting stuff happening in PISA or around collaborative problem solving. So we need to keep a really, really close eye on what those um, international developments are and then start trialling, prototyping, exploring Um, what kinds of models might work in an Australian context, what kinds of things might help um, us get to the sorts of questions and challenges that we're um, grappling with in Australia. And work like Mitchell is doing with the VCAA is really world-leading, groundbreaking stuff um, to to really develop some robust ways of embedding these approaches in the classroom.
0: If this data was collected by an independent body, would it be publicly available? Because then some um, some pesky journalists like me might be able to publish it on a website.
1: <laughs> Look, and, uh, I, I think the, the broader position that we take in, in our report um, on, on education data, um, which we've subtitled Harnessing the Potential, because it's really all about how to make the best use of the data that we're already collecting. Um, there's a whole lot of potential out there to answer complex, tricky, and absolutely vital questions about the effectiveness of our education system. In terms of the, the measuring capabilities and, and the soft skills, because we don't yet have a robust um, measure that, that can actually be used to compare differences between schools in a valid and reliable way, um, we don't see value yet in making that kind of, kind of publicly available data. At the moment, where it's useful is informing teachers um, in classrooms and schools about their communities about what, um, what kind of teaching strategies and opportunities they have to improve within their classrooms. I just encourage um, kind of people to, to take a look at the report um, and to be engaged with the Productivity Commission's inquiry and, and process. They'll be putting out a draft report um, in the not too distant future. And, and it's a really, really important um, opportunity for Australia to build an information infrastructure that lets us answer the really important questions.